Hello and welcome to the Sportsbet Greyhound Racing Podcast. We're back again for a third crack at it. I'm your host, Patrick Garshag, and I'm sitting here with a very excited Simon Ainsworth after the pies knocked off the bombers yesterday. Welcome, Squirrel. Thanks, Paddy. And Gunner, of course, great to have you back. Thanks for having me, Paddy. Very good stuff, boys. Let's touch on the Perth Cup you know, final we had last week and the Galaxy. Um, bit of a boil over happened over there on a cool and misty night in Kensington, as we discussed last week. Um, we'll start with the Perth Cup. Let's get stuck in right, right into it. We're not going to allude to the dogs getting the chocolates either. We're going to say the dogs getting the smackos <laughs> today, I reckon. But Trooper Manali was the one who, who jumped from box one, led the whole way, and got those smackos. So, go I mean, Squirrel, sorry. Can you can you sort of fill us in how you sort of how you thought it went down, and, and then Gunner, you can. Well, I had my eyes firmly on West on Augie uh, in the eight box. I thought she'd begin a lot better than she did. She tripped out of the boxes, and so it was sort of like all she wrote. Uh, for Augie, but yeah, Trooper, um, he had the coveted one box. Um, he began a bit quick, quicker than I think Gunner and I both thought um, to keep out um, uphill Jill. And then once he got to the front, yeah, it was going to be very hard to run him down. So um, well done to uh, the locals um, to, to take it because, yeah, it beat a very good field. And a bit, a bit of a boil over, around the $13 mark with us. And it, as, as Screw did say there, Gunner, he jumped from the start, led the whole way. And they, and they really couldn't run him down, could he? Could they? No, well, he's very strong late. And when he led down the back straight, I didn't think Jill would, would get past him. Uh, he does his best work at, at the end of the race. So yeah, he was always going to uh, be really difficult to get past. I thought the only dog from behind that had a chance of doing so was Hecton Bale uh, once he got clear. But yeah, he, even he couldn't make any ground. Um, and congrats to David Hobby. First given, one. Yeah, given his record in, in Perth, it's amazing to think that um, he's never even had a place getter in a uh, in a Perth Cup. So um, he was <laughs> very subdued for someone who yeah. just won a Group 1 at the end of it. Oh, but... I did I did see the post-race uh, interview and he, he as, you, as you said, very subdued, just sort of took it in his stride that he just claimed his first Group 1 and said, look, you know, you know, if he had the speed and got out there in Group 1, we know he can run and, and that he did and, and obviously... Uh, Got that uh, first group one for, for David Hobbit. We touched on Western Augie. It was the great West Australian hope and screw. He said it sort of uh, chipped out of the boxes and, and never really, never really showed. I mean, it was twelve length off, twelve lengths off it at the uh, when it came to uh, when it came to an end, wasn't it? It it bolted it on the big stage. Mm. So I uh, look brutal, I, isn't it? I'm not I'm not going to write him final. write him off at all. Um, he's still an absolute champ, but yeah, you just can't afford to make any mistakes in these Group One um, finals. So. He'll learn from that, and um, yeah, he'll go on to better things. But not it wasn't to be for this uh, race. Where to now for for most of these dogs, fellas? Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Weston Augie was sent over to Victoria um, in a build up like to a lot of the big cups um, later on the year. Mm-hmm. Um, that camp has done that before, um, so it'll probably go to Rob Britton over here. Um, wouldn't be surprised if that happened. But you'll see, we'll, we'll touch on some of these races later on, but you'll see a lot of familiar names popping up in Warnable Cup finals, the ladies' bracelet. Like, it's a familiar group that um, make these these good races. And you I, mentioned... Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry I, I, think, uh, I think David Hobby said that he was going to keep Augie in the West, given its age, uh, for the Mandra Derby and then the WA Derby at Cannington. But those, do, you mean, do you mean Manelli or...? Sorry, West on no West on Augie. So, uh, just just given its age, it's it still qualifies for those derbies, uh, and they are worth quite a bit of money. But those are uh, during the middle of the year; they're coming up in the in the next couple of months. 
And then, as Simon said, I think it'll come over at the end of the year, whereas Trooper Manelli is a bit older. Yep. Uh, so the only thing uh, that they can do is to keep it in WA and run it in uh, free-to-alls. Um, so that's a dog that'll probably come over to the east because it's got to a grade where you might as well go and race for better prize money elsewhere. Very good, very good. Boys, you mentioned Ron Britton there. We'll quickly touch on the consolation. Benali got it in the end, just under a length. Um Consolation, you know, not the not the big prize, but you know something to something to walk away for Rob Britton and Benali. Yeah, and for for the punters who shopped around early, I, I couldn't believe what what some of the uh, the corporates were offering. You could get around the five fifty six dollar mark for a dog that hasn't disgraced itself in its previous two starts. Drew ideally and ended up starting under the three dollar mark. So if you shopped around early, there was great value out there. Happy days, fellas. The Galaxy. A big seven hundred and fifteen meter dash. Now, Rip and Sam, you guys declared it pretty, uh, pretty boldly in the podcast last week, and it didn't let us down. It's yeah, it's an amazing dog. That run home time was unbelievable. Um, I think you could sort of see the writing on the wall down the back straight what was going to happen. Um, but yeah, we I think we nailed like the sort of the speed map, quick jagger, mm-hmm. and um, a moment to jive like up there early. But when Rip and Sam has open air in front of him, um, he's very hard to hold out. I I'd, I thought I, I'd tip moments to drive. She lobbed exactly where uh, we all thought she was going to, and turning into the home straight, I thought moments to drive's going to hold on here. I, she's absolutely no slouch. This dog and Rip and Sam by the winning post had put three lengths on her. It, so if you haven't seen it, go back and watch it because <laughs> the the visual aspect of it is is pretty entertaining. Oh, re- remarkable stuff. Rip and Sam just flying past moments to drive. And- Whispering something in uh, in her ears as, as we're past. <laughs> Fellas, I want to talk about this greyhound on Saturday night. It feels like it, it's a Thursday when we record this. It feels like a Monday, obviously, with the footy yesterday and everything. But seems like a, a year ago now, Saturday night, uh, zipping Archie it was in, in the meadows. Cruises to the front, home and hose, probably uh, about 20 metres from the winning post and just put the gear stick in reverse and, and stopped. What, I, what happened? I... I I think someone in the crowd has called out Archie's name and he's he's had a look over and uh, given them a wave. I, I just can't explain why it would pull up so close to the finish line. It wasn't injured. Yeah. It's just it's seen something in the crowd and, yeah, pulled yeah. up. So the poor punters are on it. So you're, you're, you're purely putting it down to someone in the crowd, you reckon? <laughs> well, because I'll tell you it, what, when I'm at the Greyhounds, <laughs> I am yelling my dog's name when it's coming into the shade. No, 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 there's, <laughs> the, there's a difference between. So for those, for those that don't know, all the dogs have got a kennel name yeah. and then they've got their racing name. And if they've been called their kennel name enough, it's like your dog at home that responds to its, to its name. Well, surely... Someone along the lines wouldn't have. It's it's zipping well, Archie's been done before. Not be Archie, is it? Because that <laughs> is a mistake. It's been done before, but there, there might have been something. As Simon said, it's um, it's got uh, the, the. We've all had a bet on a dog that's uh, had its mind on other things oh. coming into the straight, and it sort of just wants to play and uh, and lick an ear or something. <laughs> but but this dog, I I didn't see it that way because the way it pulled up it didn't it didn't want to play or chase with any of the other dogs around it's like it saw something in the crowd and it just completely got distracted and and lost all its uh so nothing concentration. nothing to do with the lure or or anything you well, purely reckon uh, something something yeah in the crowd. I, there, there's um there, there's dogs that turn their heads and then there's dogs that do that um and you don't see that very often so I'll, and unless it does it again 
in its upcoming starts, then you could say, well, maybe it's a behavioural thing. But it, it was uh, it was very unique. Remarkable stuff. I mean, uh, if there's anything to go by, a greyhound race is never over until it's <laughs> until it's over, is it? That's I, true. I've had a similar thing in in the past. I'm, I'm go back to one of my punting horror stories. I really do. But <laughs> we enjoy these. A similar thing. I can feel a segment bend, coming on. It's coming around the bend, and I was home getting in the queue, and it was like an invisible bus just came and hit my my dog, <laughs> and it just fell over and and failed to recover and. Oh, I didn't win. So, you still haven't recovered yeah, yourself. Yeah, so dirty. But the dog was fine, obviously, yep. at the end. But, um, you know, this was left scratching my head and when the ticket didn't work. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fellas, let's talk about the um, the Warnable Cup heats we had last night. Obviously, uh, they run the Warnable Cup on a Wednesday night to sort of coincide with the with the Thoroughbreds down there at Warnable, a big sort of party atmosphere. Gunnar, we know you were watching them with uh, – Stern eyes, I'm going to say, last night. <laughs> Let's go with great interest. <laughs> great interest. <laughs> sort of lost myself there, a bit like Zipping Archie. But, uh, <laughs> let's talk about the uh, the Warnable Cup heats last night. Fill, fill us in what, what we can sort of expect for next uh, next Wednesday night's uh, well, Cup. Well, final. first off, there was uh, some slightly disturbing news uh, recently about the Warnable Race Club. They've actually uh, recorded a $100,000 loss or thereabouts last year for the club. Please. So if you're down there... During the week uh, for the for the horse racing carnival, please get, get please down get there. down there on Wednesday night. It's a great night. It'll be a great car to racing and go down and put some money in the uh, Warrnambool Greyhound Club coffers. I think I'm, I'm going to be heading down there, Gunnar. Yeah, so well, I you better I'm, be down there, I'll Patty, and you better be spending big. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so as as always with these uh, one turn. Uh, 450 meter odd country cups you get good fields and there's a there's a hell of a lot of speed and next week's final will be no different there were some uh, cracking runs last night uh, and a lot of the a lot of the favorites got through which makes for the makes for the best final yeah uh, lightning frank the people's champ down that way has made another group local final. hero he's a local hero he's he's actually drawn inside um, I much prefer him out in the eight box he's he's an eight box bandit um, so <laughs> it'll be a bit different for him in the final. But, yeah, once again, we're seeing Strike a Light make another, you know, group final. Um, Jimmy Newob, the Horsham Cup winner, um, another group final. So, yeah, a lot of these dogs, um, they they do make these these good finals. So it Strike will be a, a mouth... Light, yeah, so. will be a mouth-watering affair. Striker's got the speed to lead, but... Um, it, it could be anyone's uh, looking at it on paper. I'll tell you what, I would love to have Striker Light's frequent fly points balance because <laughs> yeah. that thing is going left, right and centre around the country at the moment. It is, yeah. Anything else that sort of caught your eye last night in the in the heats? Uh, that the, really, we really want to walk out for next next Wednesday night? Or is well, I write on, these down? On Striker, uh, she was impressive because um, she, got, she got challenged early by Burn Like Fire uh, and... Yeah, look for a minute there, like she wasn't going to get past it, but uh, she dug deep and yeah, in the straight, put her best foot forward and uh, best paws forward, and uh, to make to make another final. So, so that was an impressive win. Uh, Lightning Frankie, he, he missed the start a little bit and he rounded out the field. Uh, so, so that was a, another cracking win. Uh, Black Mumbo was was back to some of his best, but it looks like he's probably going to struggle a little bit in the final. So yeah, they they're all all great heats, but as I said earlier, good to see most of the good ones get through to make for the best final. Beautiful stuff, boys. We'll take a quick breather there, um, and we'll be back with plenty more, including a bit more on the Warrnambool Cup, and we'll also touch on the Ronnie Nestor Memorial at the Meadows, and a few other things after the break. 
All right, welcome back to the Sportsbet Greyhound Racing Podcast. Still without a name, so if anyone out there wants to uh, recommend a name, I think, Gunnar, you... you Non-chasers. Non-chasers, you you (laughs) like that one. But yet to have officially be coined a name. So anyone out there, as I said, um, hit us up. Boys, let's talk about the Warrnambool Cup field now in a little bit more depth. We touched on it, but I want to get some of your... uh, some of your best, your tips, and you know where you know you think this one might map on paper. Let's start with the box one, Lightning Frank for Matthew Wright. Chances? Yeah, I'd, I'd much as I said, I much prefer him out in the eight box. Uh, he takes a little bit of time to sort of wind up, um, and out there he's got clear air. But so from the one, he'll probably get crossed, and then yeah, once you get crossed in these finals, you can sort of get spat out the back. So uh, I don't like him from the one. All right, Gunner, number two. Aston Dinigan, chances? It's got a little bit of early speed, but gets a little bit weak late. I, I think uh, even if it did lead in the straight, probably get run down. Beautiful. Screw, we'll jump back to you for number three, Jimmy Newob. Yeah, I, I don't mind Jimmy from this box. Uh, he's got the speed to, to be right up there early, and he showed in the Horsham Cup that he can um, beat a field like this. So, yeah, Jimmy's one of my better chances for the race. Great stuff. The the second Aston L, do you want something on Jimmy Newob there, Gunnar? No, 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 nothing to add. It'd probably be my my tip at the uh, at the end of all, all this. Um, yeah, I think he's drawn well to get down the rail at some stage. The second Aston in the uh, in the race, Aston Duke, Gunner. Yeah, made a little bit of a mistake last night, uh, but over overcame it late. Uh, I think it I think it can definitely improve and, and be one of the one of the better chances. Now, Skrill, the dog with the uh, the platinum frequent flyer membership, Striker Light. <laughs> big fan. We're, yeah, we're a big fan on the show of Striker. So, yeah. No Jill for it this week either. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, it's been contesting these very good races and, you know, finding a couple better. But in this field, um, I think it'll probably start close to favourite. And, yeah, with Jimmy, it's probably my, my two tips, yeah. Yeah, always a chance. Uh, just box five. Uh, it's not as good from uh, once it gets further away from the rail. Not a, not as good. So uh, yeah, need to do everything right early, but not a huge amount of speed around it. So it should be in a decent spot early. Fantastic stuff. Now, Skrill from the uh, from the green rug, black mumbo. Yeah, much prefer mumbo closer in and probably over a bit longer. Um, so I, I can't um, have him um, from that box. Now, it's not zipping Archie, it's zipping Captain <laughs> in uh, number seven. Any chance? Yeah, it has to, be, has to be some chance. He's got decent early speed and can run good time. And uh, Steve Collins knows how to train one for a final, so uh, can't dismiss it. Final one on the field uh, coming from the outside alley, Zoom Out, actually yeah, named. Yeah, it's, uh, it's it's been going really well, this dog. Uh, from the eight, it does have... Will need to cross, but it does have the speed to do that. So if it gets on the bunny, um, it'll give them something to chase. Beautiful stuff. And, of course, we've got the two reserves, Burn Like Fire and Raw Ability. Lads, you did sort of mention what's your best there, but what is your genuine Warrnambool Cup final Your tip? I'll go Jimmy. Yep. Yep, yep Jimmy as well. Good stuff, lads. Let's push on to the Ron Nestor Memorial, the feature on the card this Saturday night at the Meadows. This one is a is a ripper. I mean, we've got some some absolute crackers going around. Flying cash, probably not the uh, the best chance, but Milky Jones, the four dollar forty favourite with us. School. Yeah, it's it's a very good field this one. Uh, flying cash, yeah, has has a bit of speed early, and it could it, it likes to push wide, so it could cause a bit of carnage early uh, if it gets out well. But yeah, Siona Thompson has a very good hand of dogs in this race. Uh, flying sparkles, Despacito, they're they're some of the better chances I think in this race. Um, yeah, so I'm. I'm not going for the ones close to the rail, sort of more towards the middle and wider. 
Gallant, what's your take on the uh, the Ron Nestor Memorial? Uh, yeah, thought um, Flying Cash could could lead early. Milky Jones as well. Uh, Flying Sparkles, the the tip from me. Desposito, number five, is not going to fall into similar luck as as uh, his colour and numbers cycle this time last week. Yeah, well, uh, it was, sorry, sorry, it was a uh, memorial heat, was it? Zip, zipping Archie was in, or no? He no? was no, he was in um, a longer race, the five ninety five. Oh, so yeah. that five ninety five, <laughs> a devil of a distance. <laughs> no chance of Desposito. No, it ha- it has some speed, but yeah, it's just it's got to do everything right from that box to to cross the field and give itself the best chance. And then you've got Baby Huey out in the seven, who's got early speed as well, so he could sh- it could shake the race. And it, yeah, it's a very tricky race this one. Anything anything that pops out besides you're looking, I'm looking at me me lock tights here at sixty seven bucks. I probably don't <laughs> give that much of a chance. Is there anything here that? You know, it's probably a little bit unders, and you're happy to take on. No, uh, yeah, not not sure about anything I'll take on because it, it is quite a tricky race to assess. But I'll just I'll just tip tip the three and <laughs> fingers crossed. So yeah, see where you go, fellas. We'll take another quick break, and we'll be back um, to to wrap things up, including our lays of the absolute weekend and plenty more. All right, welcome back to the Sportsbet Greyhound Racing Podcast. We are going to touch on the ladies' bracelet. The uh, the name of the race escaped me before the break, but we are we do have the heats at Wentworth Park, Squirrel and Gunner, on uh, Saturday night at Wentworth Park. Now, one of the big names is, uh, is is will be running around, none more than Uphill Jill. Uh, she's gone back up to one of her favourite tracks, uh, left strike a light to uh, you know contest the Warnable Cup. So, yeah, she, she won't know uh, what's hit her when she uh, gets her own way, but. <laughs> Uh, she's very short in the mark in her heat. I expect her to win and go through to the final. Uh, the other sort of dogs that are that are um, in the other heats that look a chance of knocking her off is Miss Splendor Miro. She's drawn where she wants to, should should make it through. And then there's a dog uh, called Alla Enchanted uh, in the third heat and has drawn awkwardly but um, ran an unbelievable time first go at the track last week. So um, that's one to watch. Little little treble you could almost uh, roll into the uphill jewel at the dollar forty five. Times that by Miss Splendor Miro at a dollar fifty into Ella Enchanted at dollar eighty five. Anyone, mm. anyone well. quick on the mass? Want to figure that one out? Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't do multi, well, so well. I, I, uh, my my multiplier function is uh, obsolete now. Well we'll, we'll 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 double check if that one gets up. <laughs> that one that's some that's some juicy uh, juicy value there for, there for you guys on the Sportsbet Greyhound Racing Podcast. Boys, we do like to mention this sort of lay of the weekend. Something we don't want to go near. Whether it be at Warren, whether it be at Wenty, whether it be at the Meadows. Well, I think Skrill. yeah, I think they're going well. Um, I'm going to shatter you here, Paddy, and I'm going to actually say Ella Enchanted is my lay of the week. Wow! So I've just wow. destroyed your your three leg multi. You're going to get the first two up, and then you, you're going to be rubbing your hands as she as she goes in the boxes. That but is. I think from box four, it's it's she's going to find a lot of trouble um, trying to get across the rail. She's much better close to the rail. Um, so I'm expecting her to find a bit of trouble, and that I'm going to be laying her at the dollar eighty. Controversial on, on the panel here. Well, <laughs> I've just gone all in and tipped the three leg multi at Winworth Park, and then Screwer comes in yeah. and chops me down by the knees. But well, if it's not already obvious that Simon and I don't collaborate before we get down here, that was my lay of the week as well. <laughs> oh, no. So, uh, so you can, yeah, so punters make of that what you will, but um, yeah, I, I didn't like the map for it either. I, I thought Bombshell Bandit might give it a little bit. Curry early and, and take away from it. So 
Well said. Well, I can assure you, punters, if there's anyone to uh, to trust more than myself after my <laughs> horror stories, it's probably the two uh, greyhound traders who know a hell of a lot more what they're talking about than I do. If I can uh, tip something at a little bit of value going through the markets this morning in uh, in the race where I think Miss Splendor Miro has drawn the one, uh, Splendiferous in box seven. It's got some cracking form in Queensland. It's a bit hit and miss early. But there's double figures out there, and if it jumps well with them and leads, I I don't think Splendor Miro could run it down if it finds any trouble. So if you if you want to shop for a bit of each way value there, I thought Splendor for us was a good chance. Beautiful stuff, boys. I think that just about wraps us up. I mean, Cordy's are looking a bit skinny at the moment, so we might uh, just put that one on the back burner and come back even stronger next week with the Quaddies. Um It's been a pleasure having you on, as always, boys. Another busy weekend. We've got the Warrnambool Cup next Wednesday, so good luck. Good luck to all those that are having a punt. And if you are, please do it responsibly and always within your means. Thanks again, boys, for uh, for, for getting along. I appreciate it. And uh, we'll be back next week for another version of the Sportsbet Greyhound Racing Podcast. <laughs>